What's up, everybody? Welcome to Log On Games Podcast for Friday, April the 9th. This is actually the second time we've tried to record this, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but on this, I haven't seen you yet. On this episode, we have more E3 news, more Switch Dock news, and why is MLB going to Game Pass exactly? We will dive into all that stuff. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see who's on the show. But for audio listeners, today we have at Shibby120. Shibby on the show with us. What's up? Shibby, I'll tell What's you this, on? because I told Jason beforehand. I get, it may just be this. I may have a curse on this house tonight, because I tried to record, like, drum videos for TikTok. And when I do that, I record, like, a bunch of them at one time. So I did it for, like, 45 minutes straight, and then I looked at my phone, and I, w- I didn't hit record. So I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Uh, everyone does that. That sucks. <laughs> So that's the life I'm leading in this house right now, but hopefully we're fixed. Uh, also on the show with us, you can find him at G Man. Jason is with us today. How's it going? It's going great, Jason. How are you? I am good. I am sweaty because it is 82 degrees in oh, this it's room. Climbing but, up. you know. That's too yeah. much. We'll see if we can get to 90 degrees. before this is over. It's like a sauna, you know. What's, Record a podcast, have a sauna. What's the temperature like in Greenville? It's not bad. It's like upper sixties right now. It's actually a beautiful day. What what a what a time. What time? I'm in the lower fifties up here. Up here in the mountains. Well, yeah, you're not even that far away. What is it like forty miles maybe? Um yeah, yeah, it's but it's like all the way up. It's like forty miles straight up the mountain. So, you know Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> you're halfway to the moon. <laughs> hey, you know, it gets cold up here too. You know what I mean? Planes just have to go around you. <laughs> oh, but this is uh, the Log On Game Podcast. This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and even going halfway up a mountain. Uh, if you want to listen to us, you can because you are right now. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we are on YouTube in video format. And basically anywhere that you want to listen to your podcast at, we're there. So if for some reason you're watching this on YouTube and you know what? I hate I hate their faces. I'm going to Spotify. You can do that. Congratulations. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can get your topic, uh, your comment, uh, anything for the show. You can be on the show. You can follow us at Logon Games on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram and uh, shoot us all that stuff and we will, we will get it a part of the show. And we have one kind of question for later on in the show from Instagram. Um, normally we do a fantasy critic update for those that don't know fantasy critic is basically fantasy football for video games in which you pick what games you think are going to review the best and then you have your games and then you can also add games later on in the year as things get announced Um, but we haven't had much action not since last week Um, Braylon is the one that has actually had games come out she had story of seasons which did terrible so she, but so that was bad. But she had Monster Hunter Rise, which has done really well. So I believe she's up. I don't know, sixteen. That's a good get. Seventeen points, something That's a like good that. Good get. Um, and last time she was on, she said she's playing to win. So she's playing to win. She's also, and I guess, I mean, she's if she, if no one else has games come out, which is very possible for me and Jason, then she'll just be winner by default. <laughs> Jason, what game are you most scared about on your list right now to get pushed to 2022? Probably Breath of the Wild 2. Or Uh. sequel of Breath of the Wild. Because them announcing uh, Skyward Sword for the middle of the year, if it was like a March or April game, like if it was already out, I could imagine them doing another one. But uh, it's, I don't know. I'm not hopeful anymore that it's going to be this year. Um, I'm trying to remember everything I had. I know I had God of War also, and I, I'm holding on that that will still come out. Um, you have a you have Elden Ring as well. Yeah, <laughs> a trailer leaked. They have not acknowledged it. And it's been almost a month now since there was actual video gameplay from it. Oh, so 
I think you will see it. They've they've shown a lot off at Microsoft's E3 for like their last two games. I think you'll see it there. I don't know if it'll be this year, but I I think there's a good chance. Um, so I, I'm semi optimistic about Elden Ring. Um, but yeah, I went for a bunch of Hail Marys. Either I'm gonna get a bunch of massive releases that are like nine out of tens across the board, yeah. or I'm gonna have like one indie game that releases. <laughs> well, there's always chance to to pick up more stuff, especially around E3, which we will talk about right freaking now. So last week, Jason and Matthew were on the podcast, and we talked about how the ESA is doing a digital E3 this year, but we, that's basically the extent of what we knew. Um, but since then, and I'm reading this from GameIndustry.biz, E3 2021 will, re- will return this June in digital form and has been backed by Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Warner Brothers, and Koch Media. Is that how you tell that? Say it? I don't know. Um, strong lineup, especially with two platform holders on board. However, there are some notable absentees, including Sony, EA, Activision, Blizzard, Sega, Bandai Namco, and Square Enix. This event takes place between June 12th and June 15th, and there's still time for publishers to, publishers to sign up. Um, Shibby, you weren't on the podcast last week, so react to this and just your overall thoughts on a digital E3. Digital E3, man. Well, I mean, it's better than no E3, right? And I'm glad that they're not just trying to go full on with E3 again uh, because I think that'd be too early. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool, man. And uh, the fact that it's free, I, so I, from what I hear, there were rumors that they were going to charge. And then apparently it's going to be free, which is really good, I think, because they need to be gaining people's trust again. They need to be pulling people back in and considering it's, some, it's just, it's just gonna, online. Like, I think, it's, I think it's a way to go, man. I think it, um, it'd be cool to see some demos launching. Um, hopefully we see some demos launch that week. Um, even if it's like limited time demos, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, it's better than nothing for sure. I'll take it. Jason. Now we know we have Nintendo and Xbox there for sure. What are your, what are your thoughts? Do you think this is going to be somewhat normal E3? Like we're going to get a big Nintendo direct Xbox is going to do their blowout, et cetera, et cetera. Or do you think this is going to be smaller they're not going to show all their cards here i think i'm optimistic that we're going to have a nice e3 i think it's gonna be really good um i mean nintendo and microsoft being on board was basically the way it was in 2019 so sony stepping out is this is not the first time they've done it no um and a lot of the other ones that have not committed yet, like Square Enix, Square Enix usually just regurgitates what they show at Microsoft and Sony anyway. So mm-hmm. them not having a dedicated show really doesn't change the chances of seeing stuff from them. Yeah. Um, so I think Nintendo and Microsoft being there is going to be great. Yeah. Um, I Last week, you know, I said I just miss my, my week of hype and I'm getting that back. So I am completely content um even if it's just two or three two of the big three yeah um you know sony's not gonna just, just sit it out and not do a thing there's gonna be something mm-hmm. it just might not be under the e3 banner they'll probably do the typical sony thing of like we're gonna do our thing one day after, or something. one day after e3 yeah <laughs> um but yeah i agree like developers like square enix or like bandai namco who's like not there they can definitely have a game show up on nintendo's thing or xbox's thing for sure so like yeah they're not doing a presentation but i wouldn't be surprised if we see a bandai namco game on nintendo's direct that they're gonna do that just seems like a thing that would happen um so how do you all see this going down like do you see it as like because my first thought was like oh just trailers and now i'm like no there's probably gonna be some speakers like will it be like a nintendo treehouse thing where you've got Mm. somebody playing a demo and somebody talking about it you think will everybody kind of do that or like I, I assume it's just 
I don't. I have no idea to be. Honest. Or straight up Phil. Or straight up Phil Spencer on the stage like Apple did, and but there's no people, but to yeah. still have the whole presentation thing. Um, Phil Spencer actually like talked about this a little bit, and just basically saying, you know, he's excited the D3's back, and the industry's at its best when everybody's like together and like a thing like this. So, um, to me, that made made it seem like Xbox is going to do a blowout because I know I've I've listened to yeah. some people this week that are like, oh, Xbox will give you some stuff, but they're definitely not going to show Halo, and they're definitely not going to show like Starfield with Bethesda and anything like that. And I don't think that's the case. I think they're gonna. I think it's going to be as big of a show as they normally would do, even if it is in digital format. And they have Game Pass, and they did, they've did they done so. demos before, like they did last year when we were talking about that weird bird skateboarding game and all that kind of stuff, where they threw all those demos on Xbox. Skatebird? Skatebird. <laughs> when they threw all those demos on Xbox. Has that been a year already? I think it's been close. I think it's been a close oh two years gosh. since Skatebird. <laughs> but yeah, so... It makes sense to me Game that Xbox year. would do a thing, and then they're like, listen, we have four demos from the games that you saw today, either on Game Pass or just on Xbox in their little E3 tab or whatever. Nintendo, I would love for them to do that. I don't know if we're going to get demos from Nintendo, though. So. Maybe. Maybe a uh, a Mario Golf like trial mm-hmm. week? Trial weekend? True, because that comes out like at the end of June. Like that, possibly? Probably. (laughs) Nintendo did the coolest thing, I think, uh, probably about five, six years ago, like in the early days of the Wii U. And this is when the 3DS had already picked up Steam. They did. They partnered with like Best Buy and you could go to Best Buy and try demos out. And they had a Nintendo rep there and you'd line up. But of course, you're hanging out in line with like all these other people that are super excited. So it's it's fun. And like you get to play like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, like one level of it. And then like that was your turn, but they're like, "Hey, here's all this Nintendo swag. Thanks for stopping by." Yeah. And so it's like a ton of people can't show up, you know, at E3, but they brought E3 to like 50, 60 different Best Buys. Um, I, I, somewhere in this room, but I've got some stuff from it, like a little pin set from yeah. They did a, when they did it. They did a similar thing with PSVR, where they would take it to like Best Buys or GameStop and stuff like that, and let people try it out. Because that's how I tried it for the first time, which was just like in a game spot and just like a bunch of people around just watching other people try out PSVR. So that would be cool. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to let people share controllers in a retail store this year. No. That wouldn't be the, or, he- or VR headsets to move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I could see them. They're not a big demo company for the most part, but I don't know. I could see them like tailoring something. Mm-hmm. Maybe just, maybe like. just the third party demos and stuff and the indies. Yeah. Than indies, but yeah, I can definitely see a Mario Golf thing because it comes out, I believe, at the end of June. So I can definitely see them doing like there's a there's a demo tonight or a beta tonight because they did that for Mario yeah. Tennis where they're like there's an online beta testing out tournament mode or whatever because I played the crap out of it. And then yeah, it's June 25th, so it's right after. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I think that's a good call. Oh, I thought you were na- I thought you were telling us the date of the uh, Mario Tennis tournament from no, two no, no. years ago. No, it like, was June twenty fifth at eight p.m. <laughs> you had to be there. It's like that. That had release of Mario Golf. That had been really impressive. Now, something I want to get your takes on. Konami is on this list. I noticed that. <laughs> what does that mean, Mystical Jason? Ninja? That they're. I don't know. They're gonna make a. A digital version of a of a slot machine. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What do they have anymore? They have Silent Hill. That's what they have. Silent Hill. They they're holding hostage Castlevania, which is a series I love. They'll never do another one, but I would love to see one from them. But yeah, I don't know what Konami's going to do. They're would they like, do hey, a guys, Silent Hill? Here. That's have they done? Have they done a reboot yet of Silent Hill? It's been rumored for like. A year at this point, really. I remember us talking about this on the podcast like multiple times hey. this past year that it's been. First, it was like, oh, Sony has the IP or has bought the IP or renting it from Konami or whatever, and Kojima's doing it. And then it was like, no, that's not true. And then Dead by Daylight had like a Silent Hill like expansion thing where you got like Pyramid Head and stuff like that. And so everybody's like, oh, I guess that was it. And then the rumors came back. 
I was like, no, this, there's like a VR game now happening and stuff like this, and people, but nothing's ever been announced. So probably a mobile game. <laughs> Silent Hill mobile know. game. That would be it. That would be the one. I want them to bring back Mystical Ninja from the N64. Ooh, I'm pretty sure that was Konami. I feel like Konami, it. like Bandai Namco, Take Two. I think all those are like Nintendo Direct. Like something from them. That's what I assume. Unless it's something crazy that we just don't know about. There has been rumors. I didn't. I didn't put it in our notes, but there has been rumors that Kojima is working with Xbox on an exclusive game or something. It'd be really weird if Konami is like. I wouldn't be too surprised. Have it? It would just blow people's minds. But Xbox has been in the business of blowing people's minds recently, so that's always possible. Um, let's move on here to something that we also might see at this digital E3, which is Nintendo announcing some form of Switch Pro something or another. So there's been rumors out the butthole, they would say, about so many about Switch Pros, Dock Pros, all all the four Ks and everything. Um, so this week, I'm reading this from IGN. Data mining of a recent Nintendo Switch update could suggest that the console would get a new dock for a 4K version of the console and that it may see an update to allow for Bluetooth audio. Data miner Oatmeal Dome, what a name, has pointed out that the Switch's 12.0.0 update contains references references to potentially unannounced features, while Nintendo's patch notes only say that, uh, that a save data backup bug has been fixed. Fans looking through the update files have remarked other changes. So they talked about the Bluetooth audio, and then there's also something that supposedly translates to uh, Cradle or Dock uh, with Aula or A-U-L-A. I, I don't know how to say that, but that would be the code name for whatever this Cradle slash Dock thing would be. The first thing that came to my mind was, I believe, last year... Maybe it was this year. Maybe you did it this year. I don't remember. But I know for a fact last year when we did our 2020 predictions, Shibby, you said that you thought that there would be just a Switch Pro dock. And that was like the first time that I heard about it and thought that like, that's a good idea. Right. Just do a pro version of the dock so you, to just like up everything. Uh, so maybe that's it. But then we've also had the rumors that, you know, it's the screen's bigger and all this other stuff. So Shibby, where are you at on Switch Pro rumors in general? Well, you know, we've had so many rumors since my uh, since my prediction. Uh, it's it's cool to see that it's still up in up in the air. But we've yeah, like you said, we've heard so many rumors about an actual different display and stuff. So, you know, I don't know. This could be people taking things and running with it, but this also could mean that maybe there is a new dock coming. Maybe maybe this is just the dock that's going to be coming out with a new system, mm-hmm. or maybe this is just going to be a dock and there's not going to be a new system. I and mean, you also have to remember that like. They're always experimenting with things. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't really excuse it being in a firmware update, but as far as a lot of the leaks and rumors, I mean, just because they're looking at the type of technology on a screen doesn't mean they're going to actually utilize it. So mm-hmm. it's really just kind of still up in the air. I, I'm hoping, I, like, I'm ready to buy stuff. I don't care. <laughs> Give it both. Make both. I'll buy it. Like, Let's go. We still have games coming out that are struggling to even hit 30 frames per second. So, like, we need – and people are complaining that, like, it's not going to be 1080 handheld. They're just – the rumor is 720. I'm like, dude, we need better frame rate, better pop in. Like, that's what yeah. I'm concerned with. Like, so – Same. I'm ready for it, man. And if it's a bigger screen like they say it is – even if it's 720p and it's just a better screen in general, it's going to look so good. So, yeah, especially because OLED, like, yeah. Jason, how about you? What, where, what are your thoughts on a, a 4K dock or a dock that you just put your that you could put your regular old Switch in and it would, you would get some better frame rates and better graphics out of it. I, as far as what I want, I don't want it to just be a dock. I want a full system because yeah. I play handheld almost exclusively on. on my Switch. Uh, so I want it to be the console. Whether or not it's the dock or the console, I don't know. 
from a technical perspective, I think people are expecting more of it than it's going to be. Because, um, I mean, even the PlayStation and Xbox are... Most games aren't running at full 4K on the PS5 and Series X. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are like 1440p, and they still look great. And I think uh, Nintendo Nintendo is the only company that uses NVIDIA chips inside of their system. And NVIDIA has a technology that allows a lower resolution to scale up to 4K. And to the naked eye, and when it's moving in real time, it's incredibly hard to notice the difference. Like, if you slow-mo or like freeze frame and compare native 4k next to their technology you can see the differences but in an actual like real time you know playing something the the difference is like imperceptible so i think you're going to see that technology uh implemented inside the switch so i think the game will still render at 1080p but it'll just look really good on a 4k screen and i think you're going to get a little bump in horsepower but i don't think it's going to be like a generational jump. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to look a little bit better. Um, and hopefully games like Xenoblade that aren't even hitting 720p will actually get up to 720p. Yeah. Um, if it does that and like should be said, frame rates can actually get more consistent. Um, I'll be happy. And you know that Pokemon legends trailer, it, it's just asking for a switch pro. Yes. Like, the frame rate in that was so bad that they're like, you know, Game Freak's like, they're going to have to ship the Pro before we can release this <laughs> game. That's a, that's a perfect example. And another perfect example, I don't know if you guys have tried Apex on the Switch, but it the frame rate's, I believe, at 30 frames, and that's being generous, and it's at like 540p or something. It's just yeah. completely awful. And I, I, I played, like, half a match, and I just stared at my Switch. Because I played it in handheld mode. I haven't played it on the TV. Maybe it's better. But in handheld mode, I was just like, no one can play this. Like, if so, the kind of gamer that wants to play Apex Legend just cannot let this happen to him. <laughs> you just can't play 540p, 30 frames per second, and be like, yeah, man, good time. So, Shibby, what's your checklist of things that the Switch Pro needs to have, in your opinion? Oh uh, man, like I said, like I, I'm, I'm not worried about 4K at all. I have a 4K TV, but I don't. I, honestly, in my opinion, I can't see much difference between 1080 and 4K. Like, mm-hmm. especially because I, I do play handheld a lot, and and like I said, four. I mean, resolution doesn't matter if if you're not putting out games that look great or run great. Yeah, I could have a, I could have a, a, a game that's in 4K that looks like crap. I yeah. mean, just because the high, it's high resolution doesn't mean it's going to look good. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really have an expectation cause I like, I'm not creating it. So I don't, I can't really judge. Uh, I'll just have to take what comes. Um, I feel like 4k is like just the buzzword that they're going to do to sell it. Like they're going to be like, yeah, breath of the yeah. wild two in 4k. And it's not going to be like a true 4k. It's going to be what Jason said. Like, like even PlayStation for the most part has checkerboard 4k or it's just scaled up. Like you have the performance option. It's like, yeah, it's 4k, but not really. And so they can hit. Yeah, 60 so maybe. Uh, so yeah, like you said, maybe that's a selling point, and maybe it, maybe they'll, they'll just say that this can do 4K. Yeah. But will a lot of developers do 4K? No. Maybe they'll take the option instead to have like a better frame rate, or you know, in the settings, they'll give you the option. You can play 4K, but it's gonna be like crap. I mean, on the PlayStation um, Five box, it has a little icon that says 8K <laughs> on it, and we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> but it's on there. It says 8K, oh, so when people look at the box and like, oh, dude, PlayStation 5 does 8K. Like, it it doesn't even do 4K, really. So calm down. But you know the, the Switch's NES online is going to be in 4K. You <laughs> play the original Super Mario Bros. <laughs> with the sharpest lines possible. The sharpest little jagged lines. Luigi is so, never Jason, so good. <laughs> Jason, you said you're, 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 you're kind of a technical... Uh, person you like the technical side of things if this was just a dock um i'm curious so how would that work how would just a dock beef up the uh what's going on because i mean i guess through that usb-c port it can utilize a chip and would there be more delay would have to like render more before it goes out more input lag like this is the reason i don't think it's going to be a dock is so i mean this is the light so it's not going to dock but like you were saying usb-c port 
you know, it's a, it's a fast port. It, it can transfer a good bit of data, but nothing like what it needs for a processor or a graphics card to actually do stuff in real time. Okay. So if they were to release a dock with more power, it's going to have to have not only the graphics, but it's going to also have to have the RAM and the CPU on that dock as well, because that port, that USB port is not going to transfer between the, the console CPU and the, the dock's GPU. It's not going to transfer fast enough. Um, so you're going to basically have it where the only thing that's living on the switch when you plug it oh. in will be the actual install file of the game. Oh, um, okay. I, I can't imagine they would put all that hardware in just a dock. Like they That'd might be expensive, but yeah, that's, that's kind of another huge factor is like, if it's a dock, how many people are going to pay $300 for a dock? Um, or whatever it is, because the technology is it's expensive. I mean, consoles are cheap compared to the PC space right now. And, you know, the other consoles are four and $500. It's like mm-hmm. the switch is still the, the affordable option. So if they, if they're still trying to go that angle, they really can't go much past $300. If it's just a dock. Cause on the Xbox, you can get a whole console for that price. That's true. I mean, the One S or the Series right. S. I'm sorry. Series, uh, yeah, Series S. Yeah. Versus, they could put that same technology into an actual handheld, and then the dock would be a piece of plastic. It'd be like the yeah. same amount of technology, but people would be more likely to buy it if it has a screen with it. So the chip in the current so, yeah. Switch is an off-the-shelf chip from 2015. It was not designed for the yeah. Switch, and it was available two years before the Switch went on sale. Like yeah. There was not a lot of confidence in Nintendo in 2015, so they didn't put the time into developing something custom. Um, think of like the cell phone you were using six years ago versus now and all the improvements that have happened in that time, and then imagine... like. NVIDIA actually saying, oh, you've sold like 80 million of these. We'll actually build something custom for you. There's a good gap in performance that you can get and still fit it into a handheld. Um, I, I think there's a good gap. It's not going to compete with the, with the PS5 and Series X, but you're going to get to the point where you could probably play those same games just at a worse, you know, it's going to be the same thing as Doom Eternal is on the current Switch. Gotcha. Cool. Have you played Doom on Doom on the Switch? The original Doom Doom on the Switch, uh, was the twenty sixteen one. Yes, it wasn't terrible. No, it was it was hard to control in handheld mode. But if you had a pro controller, it wasn't that bad. I have Doom Eternal. It's it's cool because they were actually able to work on it for the Switch alongside development for the other systems. Whereas Doom twenty sixteen was obviously made. You know, it came out mm-hmm. twenty sixteen before Switch was out. So I will say Doom Eternal, I, I want to say it's a better, it's kind of a better port than the Doom 2016. Or Doom Eternal is a better port, yeah, than Doom 2016. Yeah. Um, it's weird because there's like no, there's like not blood coming out of the enemies. Now, I thought they're trying to be like kid-friendly, but there's definitely blood in like the environments. <laughs> like bodies in cages and blood coming out of it, stuff like that. But on these enemies, when you punch them and stuff, there's just like... It looks it looks really weird and goofy. That might no have actually just been to, to be less technically. Yeah, uh, no, I think demanding. that's what it. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what it is. I think that's why. Uh, you don't think Doom was trying to be kid friendly? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. On. See, like, 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 uh, rubber ducks fly out of them when you kill them. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it like what Mortal Kombat on on uh, what uh, Super Nintendo Super didn't have Nintendo. any blood or something? Yeah. That was old Nintendo, though. Yeah, not new Nintendo. The new Nintendo is all about blood. <laughs> they're, they're out for blood. Um, Shibby, do you think the reason we haven't heard anything about Bayonetta, Metroid, Breath of the Wild 2, all these games, is because they're all going to be uh, showing off their fancy Switch Pro? Or you, or you think some of them are just in limbo? You know, I used to think that, right? That used to be my, my little fantasy thing. Like, oh, we're not seeing it because it's coming out in the fall and it's going to come out alongside. Look, mm-hmm. Nintendo, like, I I think these corporations, man, they are playing it by ear. Like, they've got so many moving pieces, so many factors. They got to check in on these teams. When do you have the pro ready? When do you have Breath of the Wild ready? I don't, especially with the pandemic, 
I would assume that they don't really have a super set schedule that they necessarily go by. They have what they want to do, mm-hmm. but I think sometimes they have to they have to improvise and, and things like that. Because look, like they wanted Breath of the Wild two to already be out by now. I really think so. I don't think they meant for it to go on this long. Um, I mean, look at the last couple of Zeldas we got. They Zelda tends to be made for one system. And then it takes too long for them to make it, so they've just poured it to their new system. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like it has to run on a pro. You know, are they waiting to release at the same time for marketing reasons? I, I think I think it just depends on if the two meet at the same time. I, I, it's kind of like if I'm being realistic, I think that's how they because nobody wants to release, you know, like a, uh, a a GameCube game alongside the Wii launch. Like I don't think they ever. I would assume they don't ever like ideally want to do that. I, um, I don't know. The good thing about Nintendo is when they do announce a release date for something, they tend to stick to it. Um, and it tends to not be as buggy as like when they announce a release date, you know, you can pretty much take that to bank of like, this game is going to be out hand here and it's going to function like you want it to, whether or not you like the game or not is a different story. But like, I expect when Mario Golf comes out at the end of June, it's going to be like a solid game, and I don't expect it to get delayed. Same like when they right. announced Pokemon Snap and all that kind of stuff. Like it's hitting the dates. So now that said, Zelda was I think originally supposed to like they actually announced it was coming 2015, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and I think they were also saying it was going to come out before then. And then yeah, you get the whole Metroid Prime thing. So. They they do they do kind of but I think they've learned their lessons so sometimes if they don't know they'll just that's why they straight up come up now like hey we don't know (laughs) like like at that last direct like golly we know you want to hear about Breath of the Wild too well (laughs) now we're still working on it get off our backs anyways (laughs) too bad instead we're gonna give you another Smash character you don't want if it comes out alongside the pro please make it run. Make it run better on the Pro because when yeah. it came out alongside the Switch and Wii U, there was no difference in the two versions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, give me a reason to want to buy the Pro. So, uh, anecdotal uh, evidence um, to add to that, when Majora's Mask 3D came out on the 3DS, it came out, I think it was day and date with the new 3DS. Because I remember very vividly having a right analog nub that was completely unused for a game that was released at the same time. Cause I remember thinking like, why can't I just turn the camera with the right analog nub? I would love that. And it was completely unused. No new features for the new yeah. 3DS. That's, that's, so and, but, don't and be they hopeful do it Cause there. they can. Yeah, yeah, true. Exactly. They just need to show like if, if they're going for a graphics or whatever that they're going for. They just need to show, like, listen, here's Breath of the Wild 2 on the Switch Pro, and it just needs to look gorgeous. Like, I don't think they're going to do this, but do you remember... Frame rate. Yeah, do you remember back in the day, specifically the the DS Lite, when, like, they would put that in EB Games and GameStops before it came out, and I remember going and seeing whatever Final Fantasy game it was that came out on DS Lite, like just the trailer on the DS Lite in GameStop, and I was like, "This looks absolutely incredible." I have to have this DS Lite. That's kind of something, something along those lines where we can get that feeling again. That's what they need to do. Or you can just show it running on the regular Switch, well, just you know, awfully. As- like this is what Breath of the Wild <laughs> looks like on your <laughs> regular Switch, and this is garbage. Yeah, I guess I have to upgrade. I don't know if Matt said this or if it was somebody else, but you know, one kind of mindset to have is that like, hey, the Switch Pro's not for Nintendo. It's for, like you said, these games that are coming out on uh, PlayStation and Xbox to stay competitive. Look at Nintendo's games they come out with. They don't they don't need a Switch Pro. They can have a little old cartoony Mario on yeah. on the Wii U. Correct. Um and so yeah, if if they show it off, it's it's probably gonna be with a third party a third party game. Yeah. It's like like the sports games this year that like they made a last gen version but then they did a next gen upgrade like halfway through or whatever when the next gen consoles came out. So now they're just working on the next gen versions of said sports games for next year, which if Switch wants to continue to have FIFA and Madden and all, and that I guess they don't have Madden, but FIFA and NBA and all those games, they're going to need something to 
to, to get beefed up where they can run them, I guess. Oh, what a time. But it is nice to know that they will be at this E3 thing. And I assume, like I think many do, we're going to get like an actual Nintendo Direct there. And it's not just going to be like... It'd be very disappointing if this E3 is Nintendo and Xbox and they just kind of do like a 15-minute thing and it's, and it's done and of no substance. Uh-huh. It's going to be a little disappointing. But I think there's no way they'd be talking about it this soon if it wasn't substantial. Yeah. Mm. We shall see. We shall see. Let's move on here to something very interesting that happened this past week. Um, I don't think any of us in this group like baseball, or do we? That's the real question. But um, so, so Major League Baseball, MLB The Show, has been a Sony exclusive for quite some time now and published by Sony. Still published by Sony, even though it was coming out on Xbox, and we knew that since last year. Um, it came out initially that MLB The Show is coming to Game Pass, and everybody's like, holy crap, this is incredible. How? How is this possible? We don't know. But they get, basically, they got Outriders and MLB The Show like in the same week. Game Pass did, which is big news for anybody that has Game Pass. Uh, or baseball fans. Well, it comes out that... The reason that it's coming to Game Pass is because Major League Baseball was basically like, this game is coming to Game Pass. And Sony had no option unless, I assume they were given some sort of ultimatum, like, listen, you publish this game and have the rights to make this game or whatever. If you want to keep doing that, it's going to Game Pass. And so it's either hmm. lose money and, and it's going to end up on Game Pass anyway, or Xbox is going to, they'll just give the rights, I guess, after the contract's over to Xbox or something. Because my brother called me initially when this happened, and I told him, I was like, this doesn't make sense because this isn't like Sony to be friend friendly <laughs> at right. all. So yeah. I don't think, and then it came out that it was Major League Baseball, so that made sense. But Jason, what, what are your thoughts here? What do you think Sony's feeling right now, sitting in there? Their ivory tower. I mean, yeah, when they're on top, they obviously don't want this to happen. Um, But I think in this instance, like, if any series had to to go, this is the one. Because they don't own the characters, you know, Mm -hmm. real-life people. Um, It's it's essentially a simulation as much as anything. Um, I don't think this is a huge loss for them. They can still do what they've done for every other game and talk about how adaptive their triggers are mm-hmm. um, on PlayStation <laughs> and all this stuff. But um, yeah, you know, they they weren't happy about it. Um, but I mean, what are you going to do? It's either that or probably like lose your license to the game. Um, so as long as, you know, it, they don't have any characters in it it's 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 probably not that close to them outside of making money yeah um, as a series it's always been a good technical showcase for playstation um so they're kind of losing that you know it's a good everyone can judge the realism of it because they know what these people look like in real life yeah um but outside of that it's like i don't think it's a massive loss for sony and xbox i think is just rolling in it right now like this has been a a month for Xbox anyway, or a couple last couple months for Xbox anyway. But MLB the Show being an exclusive for Sony for so long, maybe even people don't know that it's on Xbox, but now they do. And if they like Game Pass, if you never had Game Pass, it's like a dollar to get in or whatever. And then if you have Game Pass, it's essentially like when you it's like Netflix. So when you're subscribed to something, you're paying ten or fifteen dollars every month. Anything awesome that ends up coming on, you feel like you're just getting for free. So like yes, you pay for Game Pass, but you feel like this month like I got Outriders and yeah. MLB the Show for free, and Xbox is just sitting here like not only you can go to that PlayStation and pay seventy dollars, I assume it's seventy dollars. I don't know that for a fact. Sixty or seventy dollars to play it over there, or you can just play it on Game Pass on your phone or your computer or your Xbox, which is pretty crazy. Shibby, what are your thoughts? The on chances that? of this being a PS Plus game just skyrocketed <laughs> that's true Shibi what do you make of this uh I mean I don't really have any opinion on it really you think Xbox right. is just no out opinion for blood? on it 
Because it seems like it. I don't know. It seems like Xbox is just I don't like, know. Maybe so. Xbox is like, listen, we don't compete with PlayStation, but we're going to take your Sony published exclusive game and put it on Game Pass. <laughs> I think it's... I mean, don't they... So is the PlayStation equivalent... Is that PS Now or is that PS Plus? Or what's the difference between so those? PS Now is basically like... Uh, it's like a Game Pass, but just not as good. Like, for example, P- like you can download most games, but I think a lot of games where you can only stream on PS Now. But they put Borderlands 3 and Avengers this past week. They're like, Borderlands 3 and Avengers are coming to PS Now, and everybody's like, awesome. But it's like only a PS4 thing. So if you have a PS5 and you have PS Now, you you can't play the PS5 versions of Borderlands and Avengers. You can only uh, download true. the PS4 version. So it's kind of... It's like almost trying to be Game Pass, but I think it only like when PS Now first started, it was like only streaming. Like you can stream the game, and then so you got that lag and all that crap. But I think now you can download some of them. But so still why don't they put MLB? Why don't they put that on the uh, on PS Plus or PS Now? I don't know. PS Plus is just the service like you to play online yeah. games, and then every month you get two or three free games to download. Um. So I don't yeah. know. Well, I don't know why it's not on there. Why would it be on uh, Xbox's version and not their version of the? Apparently, of the it's just Major League That's Baseball. What That's what they want. They chose to do, which is very interesting. Because Sony's always been a very much like if we can keep to ourselves in our platform, we will. If we're forced, like they were the last people to actually like when crossplay was starting to become a thing, and Xbox was like, "You can crossplay here on PC," and we love to crossplay with PlayStation, but they won't let us. And everybody's like, "PlayStation, why?" And they're like, fine, you can cross-play for like Rocket League and Fortnite or whatever. Slowly and painfully letting you do cross-play. And Xbox has always been the ones that's like, listen, we're here to just play and play friendly with everybody. So now PlayStation's been forced to play friendly almost. It's it's like it's like your kid. Maybe this is their downfall. Yeah, it's like it's like the neighbor's kid really no, wants to play with your kid, but your kid doesn't like him. <laughs> and you're like, listen, you have to go play with him because I told mm-hmm. their mom. Yeah, I know he's weird, but just please just go play with them. <laughs> <laughs> and now Sony's like, fine. Like, if you don't play with them, you don't get your allowance this week. Oh, dang it. Okay. It's just, it's very interesting. That is that is a very good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> the kids' names are Sony and PlayStation. You know. Jason, why didn't you name your kids Sony and PlayStation? Or PlayStation and Xbox? Sony's kind of a cool name. You know, it was my first option, but for some reason they got vetoed. <laughs> Sony, I do agree. Sony, I'll, I'll talk to my wife. Listen, when we have a kid, let's name him Sony. Maybe that's cool. Maybe PlayStation son... would be a little bit more, a little bit more weird. <laughs> yeah, my son was just Game Boy for a while. <laughs> this is Game Boy. And yeah. This is PlayStation. <laughs> like, interesting. They don't even like games. They just end up not liking video games or yeah. like athletics. Just no games. <laughs> He's like, I am a professional woodworker. I <laughs> just very manipulative. Things. Just all mind games. Like that's yeah. probably Game Boy. Well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how this. Because I mean, Xbox has just been killing it recently with Game Pass, and just play, just playing friendly. Just their their <laughs> and their communication is so much better than PlayStation. Like Phil Spencer, all the time is going on different podcasts and talking to people, and then with PlayStation, it's just like silence. Like we don't want to talk to our community for some reason. But the problem is their games are awesome. Their first party games are second to none. But uh, it's just interesting time. And I'm excited for this next E3 to see what other stuff we have coming to Game Pass for Xbox. But uh, we have kind of a listener question. And I say kind of because it's not really a question. It comes from Instagram where Ludwig871 says, Have you ever played The Sims? Comma, I want Braylon back. Well, here, here's, here's the thing, Ludwig871. Uh, if we did this podcast every day and I texted Braylon at the last minute every day, she would be on this podcast, like, literally constantly. Like, <laughs> the type of person that she is since she's joined the podcast has just been, like, incredible. She's like, yeah, I'll do it, the podcast. Ten times a day, just text me. And so, uh, but she needs a break. You know, we all need breaks sometimes. But uh, have you played The Sims? We've talked about this a little bit. Um, Shibby, I don't know if we've ever talked about this with you, but what's your Sims life like? 
the story with me and Sims. So Braylon actually recently told me um, that uh, Sims will never be on Switch and mm. that uh, I should just... She just crushed my dreams. No, I, I, I don't know. I believe it. Because don't you have to be... Don't you have to really be kind of like... Don't you really need a mouse? You need to be like... I mean, I guess you could tap on the screen. Yeah, well, I mean, it's on, it's on console. And I dabbled with it when it first it came bad? on console. But I don't know because I... I think I maybe played like Sims 1 or Sims 2 on PC when I was like super young and I haven't touched it since. So even when I played it on console, I didn't know if it was like easy or hard or whatever. But from what I've seen, it's a lot more like it's definitely in evolved. Um, I had the only Sims I've had was on mobile um, a long time ago and uh, it was kind of fun, but it was very stripped down. But uh, yeah, it was that's it if it came to switch i, I would probably i would maybe try it out but then again i don't know because it does seem like kind of game that you just i feel like the game is a commitment yeah like i said my backlog well, i don't know if i said that on this <laughs> stream or the one that got cut off that we started at the beginning but yeah <laughs> i was telling jason i have my backlog is very extensive so yeah sims it'd be cool to play it but sims i gotta get sucked in sims definitely seems like one of those games that like you could just play it a normal amount and be fine, but I think most people that play Sims like I feel the same way. Like it's a commitment game, even though it doesn't seem like like it's not a hundred and fifty two hundred hour JRPG that you know you're gonna have a giant commitment to or an MMO. But it's just that one of the games that you know that if I got deep into it, I would be addicted and I wouldn't be able to stop playing the game. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> It really is. It's not a game. It's a lifestyle. I think especially if you're creative or if you have a design type mentality, I bet you just get sucked, you know, sucked in. 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., just designing and moving stuff and I don't know, yeah. manipulating these puppets. It's like Animal Crossing on crack. See, okay, so I'm at a stage where I'm constantly looking at houses online because, like, I, w- I would uh, like a little bit more than a closet as an office. Um, no, you wouldn't. And I... <laughs> You just want a new closet. Yeah, so I want a bigger closet. And I constantly see um, Animal Crossing. I've I've learned the art style, like the photorealistic photorealistic Animal Crossing pictures. You can tell, like, I know the furniture. (laughs) But I see posts from The Sims. I follow Braylon on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and and she posts, like, houses. And I'm like, I want this house. Wait, this isn't real. I've seen those as well. I just, I would totally get it. I I don't play The Sims myself, but I I see these. And I'm like, I just want to tour this house in real life. I've seen I've seen those pictures as well, and you're like, this looks like a real house. Like, is the Sims Four up here in like 4K, 60 frames? Is that what we're doing right now? (laughs) It looks crazy. I I agree. Um, But we will have to have Braylon back on. I mean, every time she's on, there's like there's been a new Sims update, and she's just been talking about how I guess for the last year or two years they've just been like on it. Like EA's actually been doing justice to one game that they own. And it's The Sims. So that's it, it's cool. It's cool. But Good on them. Good on them. Uh, now if they can just translate that to like, you know, other games. It'd be great. And then she also said last time she was on the podcast that she, did, she didn't think Sims 5 was coming anytime soon. Like she once did. But who knows? Who knows? EA is not going to be a D3, so we still won't know. Hmm. But uh, yeah. I think we're going to kind of end it here. Any final thoughts on anything we've talked about? Shibby, we'll start with you. Um, I just want to say, hopefully, because on my list of my of our Fantasy Games League, I have Starfield on there, so mm-hmm. hopefully we hear, we hear some Starfield here at E3. There's been... Uh, also... Do what? I was going to say, there's been two somewhat rumors with Starfield. Well, I wouldn't say rumors. I would say just takes that people have in the industry. Which is Halo. Now that Xbox owns Bethesda, there's a there's a take of like Halo's still not ready, and so they're gonna delay it again. But they're only gonna do that because Starfield is ready. I need both. They're both on my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and need them to. to <laughs> hey, when did? Oh, what was the delay on Deathloop? Is there just no date now? I think they said June. I think they Matthew. I don't. I have not seen this. I just know my brother texted me. He just said, and I will quote him in case I'm wrong. So he's actually the one that's wrong. They have a date. It's either June or July. 
Matthew says I'm gonna wait. Deathloop delayed till September. That's what he told me. September. Okay. Hold on. If he's wrong, you know what? He's kicked out. That's the only way to go wait, about it. Say. Oh, I was wrong. September 14th. Mm. Okay, you're kicked out. All right, now Where's you're kicked out. Yes. <laughs> <X> <laughs> out. Bummer. Uh, Jason, any final thoughts? I am just excited we get a real e uh, real enough E3. I mean, let's be real. This is probably actually the future of E3. Yeah. Um, they did say there'll be a physical one in 2022, but who knows? Is is there? But like, Yeah, but will there be one? <laughs> it's gonna be like eight guys just like talking about what they saw on the stream um but no i'm i'm really excited because to me as someone who's watched e3 for the last this will be 17th year um i've watched it from a computer monitor you know mm -hmm. it's like so to me i don't think unless they hugely change the form format it's not going to feel much different and that's the way the vast majority of people who watch e3 are um so I'm just really excited for that because last year the the spread out formula just did not work for me. Agreed. And even when E3 is in full form, the vast majority of people that are there aren't there. Like they're not at the conference. Yeah. It's only like media people that are really like you have to know somebody or you have to be in games media basically to be at the conference itself. Everybody else is just watching it like outside on the Jumbotron or at their house or Airbnb or wherever they are. So, yeah, I, I agree. I hope the format's not changed too much. And I don't think it will be because I think it'll just be like, you know, you'll get your 9 a.m. Nintendo Direct and then you'll get your 530 Xbox thing, which assume you assume is going to be better since they bought up all these people and they just bought Bethesda and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, come on. So I'm excited. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this podcasting. And we want to thank everyone for listening, sticking with us through the technical difficulties that if you're watching this, I guess, hopefully you don't know happened for, but basically the first 10 <laughs> minutes of this podcast we had to redo. So, um, we're going to thank you all for listening. New podcasts right here. Every Friday we are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple, anywhere that you want to watch or listen to. We are there. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple and you could rate us five stars, it helps us out greatly. Or you can just share us with your friends, tag us on social media, get your comments, your topics to us. So you can be a part of the show, uh, but we will be with you all again. Oh, let's break it.